Hi, everyone, and welcome to Unsolicited Advice. I'm your host, Jake Sprague, a comedian from Los Angeles, California, sunny Los Angeles, California, as we like to say around these parts. And this is a podcast where I give advice to people that never asked me for it. I'm joined by my guest, as always, Dana Bomar. (laughs) As always. As always. It's good to have a consistent guest. Uh Uh-huh. You're like, um... Who's a consistent guest on, like, Conan O'Brien? Don't know, but I get what you're saying. You're like Norm MacDonald when Conan was on NBC. Sure. That's a huge compliment. (laughs) It was very funny. (laughs) All right. And uh, we're here to give some people some advice. Are you ready for this? Yeah. It's a late... Late night right now. Mm-hmm. Both pretty tired. Mm-hmm. Both pretty hungry. Starving. Still doing a little bit of an intermittent fast right now, just keeping everyone updated on what we're doing. Um, it's not a little bit of an intermittent fast. We are doing a consistent intermittent fast every day. And uh, this is the hard part late at night for me. Yeah, the I nights are hard. Feel Honestly, fine during the day, but yeah. it is the nighttime that I have said i want a pizza i think 20 times yeah you keep saying it (laughs) what you're trying to do i know what you're trying to do you're trying to keep saying it so that i give permission for us to get one because i do the same thing every once in a while when i really want to eat something bad uh something bad look at me uh when i really want to eat something bad i'll just keep going you know, I was thinking about Del Taco earlier. <laughs> and then I'll, later I'll be like, and you know, you know what I'm weird? thinking about is Del Taco. <laughs> you know what's weird? To the point where I've you finally go, get it. ad from Del Taco. And you know what's weird also is my ways tried to direct me to a Del Taco. Look at this. Look at it. I guess they're doing some sort of new taco. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep finding ways to bring it up. But to be honest, though, every time we do talk about that stuff like if i keep saying i have said i want a pizza 20 times i bet there's a domino's email in my email box right now giving me some great deal um yeah because they know i want it that's how that works they're tempting me you're saying the word pizza into a phone not (laughs) not only are you doing you're recording it yeah we're recording it to put out there into the world so uh they know they know that's what we want you ready for today's topic Yes. Is it about Domino's? This is a long one. Uh, so they're Let's very there very well could be <laughs> Domino's stuff inside it. I have not read any of it. The reason I say it's long is at times I'm going to need to just plow through some of this because I noticed it was long. But I thought, hey, it's long. There's got to be some meat here. Like pepperoni. Like sausage. <laughs> you ready? Yes. Okay. Me, 33-year-old male, with my fiancé, 29-year-old female. Power through. What did you say? Plow through it. I'm going to plow through it. (laughs) Together for six years, she's rethinking our relationship because of advice from her recently reunited best friend, a 30-year-old female. So this dude and this girl have been together for six years. They're engaged to be married. And her friend, who recently came back into the picture, has given her some advice. So this is interesting because this is like dueling pianos right now because we're giving advice, but she's also (laughs) getting advice. Well, we've got to be louder. 
You know what I've noticed about dueling piano places? There's almost never dueling pianos there. Yeah, I've never been in one where it's happening. I've been in that one a couple times where it was happening. And they weren't dueling? It was like right at the end. It was almost like they were not, they were like cooperating at that point. (laughs) (laughs) They were barely barely dueling. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've never gone in them. You know, I don't know when they duel. I, I don't know what that gig is like. I don't know how long they're dueling for, but it, I wouldn't open a dueling piano bar. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Maybe you should and actually have them be dueling all the time since they <laughs> Look, don't do it. <laughs> you come in here 24-7, two people will be playing a piano. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it'd be a nightmare. <laughs> they're, you know, they're doing the thing where they're standing up playing the piano yeah. really intensely. Yeah. Ugh, get them out of here. <laughs> like, this is a pool bar now. We're just going to put a pool table where these pianos were. Okay. Uh, I and my fiance have been together for six years, engaged for about eight months, and our wedding is scheduled for November. Chilly. It's been a good, solid relationship from the beginning. We have great chemistry and have similar interests and principles. We're both doing well in our careers and have been saving money for our wedding and the down payment for our future house. Really quick, just as this is a thought. I know you're plowing, but um, I wonder what the status of the new friend is if the new friend is single oh you're right that would change it dramatically yeah like if the the reunited best friend is single and it's just like why are you doing this let's go and party and you need somebody who's gonna be your del taco person right um when you want to do bad things um anyway it was just a thought no you're you're absolutely right the the life status of the reunited friend matters so much. Are they in an unhappy marriage? Right. Are they single and loving it? Are they single and miserable? Yeah. Were they recently held in a terrorist camp for two years? Oh, All yeah, because we don't know why they this friend yeah. was gone. Yeah, it doesn't say why they were reunited. So let's say they were captured by Somali pirates for a couple of years married to one was in a terrible relationship finally yeah. got out and they of were it. like the whole capture thing was whatever the real problem was this relationship yes we moved too fast and he would like refuse to let her have any friends mm-hmm. so she wasn't allowed to have any friends which is why they you know their friendship sort of broke apart yeah now that she's finally gotten rid of this relationship she can be friends with her again yes and uh at some point the smaller pirates go you can leave and she's like well i'm married Right. So I'm here for a while, exactly. but I've got to get a divorce because this is awful. <laughs> yes, exactly. uh, Great. Let's plow through. Uh, I'm going to try to keep the rest chronological, but there's a lot that I don't know. My fiance, let's call her Beth. Okay. Was best friends through school and uni with Sonia. That is for about eight years. But then Sonia started dating a foreign student in their uni and they got serious really quickly and got married within six months of dating. Okay. So this... Is probably going the Somali pirate path. Definitely. Either that or the I got married too fast path. Yes. We'll figure it out. <laughs> After their course was over, Sonia moved with him back to his home country of Somali. No. <laughs> uh, back to his oh, home wow. country and basically cut Beth from her life. All of this happened before I met Beth. And from what she told me, she was devastated when it happened. She would try to contact Sonia for years and be totally ignored. And the hurt remained. Around last Christmas, Sonia came back to the UK and moved in with her parents. It was Sonia's mom who told Beth about her return. This happened in January. 
Beth went up to her parents during Easter, and since Sonia and her family were from the same town, she tried to meet Sonia as well. The reunion did not go well. Turns out Sonia's now ex-husband was extremely controlling and emotionally abusive, and it took her a lot of effort to divorce and then move back home. Sonia was still recovering and would lash out at everyone, including Beth. What was your wow? Well, just that she was in a relationship where she couldn't be friends, and now she's out of it. And Yeah, I mean, I think this all feels like... But this definitely, I see exactly why she'd be trying to convince her best friend not to get married, but it feels like absolutely misplaced mm-hmm. feelings of her own relationship onto the her friends. Yeah. Um, and look, I know my license plate says victim blamer. Not all the letters, but enough where you get it. Uh, so call me a victim blamer. But I will say... I don't, I don't always fully go with the whole, I was in a relationship and there was nothing I could do. I had to cut off ties with everyone I knew. Do you think she's just using that as an excuse? I think she was probably in a shitty relationship and I think she was also probably kind of shitty. I know that's, I know it's kind of a wild thing to say. I don't know anything about this. Maybe she was in a crazy controlling relationship, but I, I bet you she just got really wrapped up in this one dude and she... She didn't have to cut out everyone in her life. Maybe. And There's maybe, no way that's what he was requesting. And she was like, well, I, I, I guess it's just what I got to do. And it also could be that she was in an unhappy place in her life. And it was painful for her to be around someone who was very, like, in a stable, clearly, like, a pretty consistent, stable yeah. relationship. And um, didn't know how to deal with that. Didn't want to have to... I don't know, talk about that stuff. And so just sort of avoided everything. And who knows, maybe she was actually in a relationship where, you know, this was really, really bad. Absolutely possible. And also, I just think it's very easy to put all of the blame for any of your shortcomings on something that someone else did. Yeah. So her cutting her friends and stuff out of her life, it's really... It's possible, but I think also quite convenient for you to take all of that and put it on someone who's not around. Well, obviously, she got came back to the UK, had an opportunity, you mm-hmm. know, to. Well, reach he was out. still texting her. <laughs> no, but to reach out, and she didn't. Probably, she was embarrassed for, um, and thought she had ruined. I would imagine Jesus. thought she had ruined this relationship completely, and didn't have. All right. Uh, We got to plow. This is so long. When Beth got back home, she told me about it. She was deeply hurt and cried a lot. A lot of nasty things were said to her because Sonia blamed everyone from her life for her terrible relationship with her ex. Oh, see? This is what I'm saying. Special anger was reserved for Beth since she was around when she first started dating her ex. And she should somehow have seen the signs of this guy being the evil one he turned out to be. Beth still wanted to rekindle her friendship and they would write to each other a lot. There were ups and downs, but over a couple months, they did get back to a, sum, to a semblance of their old relationship. I and Beth went on vacation in mid-June. Three days before we were about to leave, Beth invited Sonia, and she agreed to join us. I found out about this the day before we were leaving, and it annoyed me a lot. Firstly, the main reason we were going on this trip was because me and Beth were going to be really busy with work the next few months, and we needed to spend some time with each other. 
especially because there's going to be a lot of wedding stress coming up. And I was also annoyed because now I had to spend two weeks with someone who I'd never met before, someone from whom my empathy was tempered by the fact that she was needlessly hurtful to my fiance. This is weird as fuck. Yeah, it is weird. Right? Yeah. They should have She's showing up on this vacation. He, his fiance didn't even tell him about it. And this is I, I think if they needed time to mend their friendship, they should have planned a separate trip like with not cutting into the time that that they have together. And look, I know I don't know Sonia's situation, but this is the kind of shit that Sonia does. <laughs> and then Sonia acts like everyone's so mean to Sonia. It's like, what are you doing there, Sonia? Okay, we arrived at a compromise. Sonia would join us for the first week of the vacation, and me and Beth would have the second week to ourselves. From what Beth told me, Sonia was ticked off by that and almost canceled. Oh, boo-hoo. But she didn't, and the trip was a disaster from the beginning. Wow, yeah, this mean, is awful. sounds like a, a setup for a oh, disaster. We met at the airport, and after a frosty hello, she simply talked to Beth the whole time. What the fuck is going on right now? don't know. Uh, any small talk that I attempted was rebuffed with monosyllabic responses and were just a shrug. When Sonia would need to tell me something, she would talk to Beth with me sitting right there. Oh my god. Like when she needed to go to the bathroom and I was sitting in the aisle, she turned to Beth and said, can you tell that guy to move? I need to pee. This is crazy. Yeah, this is crazy. Later in the hotel... When me and Beth went to get Sonia for lunch, she told her, tell that guy I'll just have room service. I was the one who asked the question was standing right there. Worst was during the nights. Sonia said she didn't want to sleep alone and she didn't want to share a room with us. So Beth would sleep in Sonia's room and I would be alone. Okay, what the fuck is happening? What here? is happening? Is Are this they in a, had they had a relationship? Maybe. It kind of feels like that, right? Yes. Because it's they haven't been... Uh, Do you think that's why she cut her out? Because she was a past lover and the guy was like, hey, I mean, stop writing love letters to your ex Yes, lover. I mean, if that is the case, that makes a lot more sense. I mean, that makes sense in this scenario. Otherwise, it doesn't. Um, I mean, I, I it also doesn't... Because they haven't been communicating up until recently, it's not as if... Beth has been telling Sonia bad things about her fiance. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just kind of unleashing all this like negative things or compl- all her complaints are going to her. So all Sonia sees of him is, is this negative side, right. but she, all she's doing is just like, it's an outlet to vent. But since they haven't been communicating like that, there's no reason for her to be against him unless she would have had to talk a lot of shit in a short period of time. There's no way. I know. Okay. Beth wasn't happy about this behavior either and told me that Sonia is very uncomfortable around men in general, so I should give her a wide berth. Then when I did that for a day, Beth came back to me and said that Sonia finds it very rude that I've been ignoring her. I genuinely didn't know what to do. It ended up being me sitting around them while I was not included in their conversation. And any conversation that I would try to have was shot down by Sonia. This is terrible. Yeah. What an awful vacation. Okay. I mean, Beth needs to just send her home. Beth needs to send her home, but also this dude, I mean, he needs to just say something. Yeah. I, at this, if this was happening to me, I would, I, I can't, I can't imagine 
if she thought the other guy was bad, I would be like, this Sonya chick needs to get the fuck out of here now. Now. Yeah. We're done. We're done with this. And she's going to be like, you're being crazy. I'm like, I am crazy. I'd start doing that. I'd go, I am crazy. And I'd start throwing things around the hotel room. But like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'd start throwing her shit over the balcony because I imagine we're not on the first floor. Beth would try and smooth things out, but she was also caught in an uncomfortable position. It all came to a head on the second to last day of Sonia's time with us. Beth has always wanted to go parasailing, and our vacation spot was chosen specifically for a parasailing spot nearby, which is supposed to be one of the most scenic ones in Europe. Sonia refused to join us, of course. But then we got to the spot, and Sonia's mom called Beth and said that she just had a very worrying phone call with Sonia where she talked about suicide. Oh my god. So we rushed back, calling Sonia all the way back to the hotel. When she didn't pick up, we called the hotel to check on her for emergency reasons. Sonia was just fine. She told the hotel guys that her friends are just paranoid, and she told us that her mom was paranoid, and she wasn't actually talking about committing suicide, just talking about suicide in general. Oh, my God. What a lunatic. Beth was fuming. They had an awful row. I found out two things during the row. Firstly, that Sonia was extremely manipulative, even in the old days, and then she had forced Beth to pay for her tickets and the hotel room. Ooh, baby. Oh, man. While there was no real resolution to the argument, they stayed civil for the one day that Sonia was there afterwards. It was just us awkwardly watching TV in silence in our hotel rooms. Thankfully, the non-Sonia part of our vacation was beautiful. While we didn't get to go parasailing again, you have to book 30 days in advance. Oh, my God. I know. She screwed up their parasailing. We still had a great time doing all sorts of things, and I've never felt more in love with Beth than that week. Beth also came to the resolution that she was going to take a step back from her friendship with Sonia for a while, at least till she apologizes for her behavior and pays Beth back. Oh, well, that's never going to happen, by the way, but that's okay. That resolution did not last long. We got back to London on the 23rd of June. And Beth left for her parents on the 27th without telling me. I walked into our empty flat and called her only to find out that she had been rethinking our relationship and wanted some time to herself and that she would get in touch with me later. Whoa. It's confusing. I was completely devastated. I had no inkling that this was on the cards. And since Beth wasn't taking my call or responding to my messages, I called Beth's mom and she tells me that Beth isn't staying with them, but with Sonia. Yeah, there's something happening here. They had a relationship, For right? For sure. So not only did she break her own resolution, Beth also lied to me. The next time we spoke was on the 1st of this month when our rent was due, and I texted her that she needed to send her half to the landlord. She called me and said that though she'll send her share this month, she'll also give her one month notice to remove herself from the lease. And that's how I found out that my fiancé had decided to become my ex-fiancé. Wow. I asked her why she was doing something this drastic without even giving us a chance to resolve whatever the problem was. She said she was going to send me an email detailing everything that she had talked to her parents about. And they also thought it was right for us to break up. I told her that I talked to her mom earlier in the day and she 
knew that she hadn't been in any sort of contact with her parents since she got in her hometown. Beth was extremely angry that I would talk to her mom and that it was very creepy to call a girl's mom. I said that it would be very creepy if I was a random stranger, but when it's your fiance, <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah, it's so I, reasonable. Yes. The fiance who left without notice and refuses to talk to you, calling their parents is the obvious thing to do. Yes. An angry back and forth happened till finally she admitted that she was with Sonia and she didn't want to tell me she was she knew I was going to be annoyed about it and to talk and wanted to talk her out of it. Ooh, that was a hard sentence for me to get through. Okay. Uh just before we go any further, I just have I have they have to have been in a relationship. If they are not, I don't understand this. They're either in a relationship or they both murdered someone and have to keep it a secret. <laughs> yeah, something. Whatever not- it is, there is a connection there that is really intense. Yeah. Because this girl is being mean to this guy the whole time. The Sonia is being mean to uh, the our dude, d- the, our, our, dude hero. our hero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the hero is the guy who was uh, abusive to Sonia, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> no, but he's being our hero here. Is is. Uh, they're being mean to him and it's got to be because there's a a serious relationship there. I don't know what it is, but I feel like they have been romantically involved. I mean, with that piece added, this makes all, way more sense. Yes. Without it, I don't understand. Unless our hero is so delusional and completely oblivious to a lot of very big problems that he's like, we had the best trip ever. It was so wonderful. And clearly it wasn't. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's happening here. I, I will say, clearly everyone spins things yeah. to some type of situation that makes themselves or their situation seem better or make more sense. So if this guy is going, it was the idyllic vacation. It was perfect. I've never been more in love. The next day she leaves me without notice. So my thought is you had to know something was going on. That's yeah. just, you had to know. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with, uh, I, you know, I, mean, I cut off everyone in my life because of this psycho person, not me. Like yeah. everyone paints a story to make themselves seem like the best person. And I would guess then, then that means Beth is doing the same thing. So her being like Sonia's so crazy she can't sleep alone she's probably going in there and having sex with her i think that is what's happening yeah, yeah I mean, they they were having sex on this trip yes okay so here we go on monday i finally get the email and it's a total pile of shite the Ooh. main thing she says is that i'm controlling and she can't spend the rest of her life with a guy like that she used three different examples of my controlling behavior one the vacation we just had where I forced her and Sonia to go to all these museums and monuments that they didn't want to go to. Complete and utter bullshit. Beth has a degree in European history and these were places she'd never visited before that play a big role in that history. Also, the fact that Beth had researched and found some of the places and bought tickets with literally no input from me. <laughs> uh, they, did, they just didn't want to go see monuments. They wanted to have sex, dude. Yeah. That we'll be having a church wedding, even though she isn't religious and doesn't want to do that. Again, complete and utter bullshit. I had literally no say in the choice of the venue, and the fact that the church was chosen as the one that Beth's parents were married in might give a hint as to who chose that place. Three, that I shoot down all her proposals about flats that we might buy after the wedding, and that I refuse to move to her hometown. 
This one is by far the weirdest. She's never made any proposals about flats we might buy, mainly because we don't even know what our budget will be until after the wedding expenses are dealt with. Also, she's never stated any desire to move back to her hometown, especially considering that her career is very much London-based and would be improbable in her hometown. I sent my reply to her along these lines, less curtly and with a lot more pleading, of course. I received no ply until last night when she said that she has come to the realization that her parents are also very controlling oh. and she's decided to be low contact with them. I've never heard of being low contact with someone, but that's kind of a fun term. I like that. Um, her parents are wonderful people who have loved and supported Beth through thick and thin. This is what Beth has said to me all through our relationship until last night. There's something massively wrong with Beth and Sonia has been a catalyst. This part I'm sure about because today, because today morning, <laughs> I got a text from Sonia saying that whatever I may need to stay to say to Beth can go through her and that I should refrain from contacting Beth directly or they would go to the police. What is happening? They have to be together. It makes no sense otherwise. Like she's the new like person and it's like you don't need like the same thing that happened when they cut contact before that it's like you can't be talking to your ex-fiance when you're in a relationship with me and I if you really want to break this up you know what I mean like all contact needs to go through me blah 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 I don't know it's crazy but if they're not in a relationship these two I don't know what's happening I yeah, it's it's either a relationship or a cult or something. This is weird. Me and Beth's parents had a conversation earlier today, and they want to go to the police about Sonia. I'm not sure about that. It's been less than 20 days since me and Beth were snuggling and talking about what to name our future kids. I don't know whether I'm delusional or not, but yeah. I think this is just something temporary, and she'll snap out of it soon. I don't even know what I'll say to the police. That Beth has been kidnapped by this tiny five-foot woman who's brainwashed her into believing everyone else in her life is abusive and controlling? I know that Beth still picks up her own calls. Maybe if she doesn't hang up as soon as she hears my voice, I might be able to talk to her. But what do I say that might make a difference? I'm very tired of all this. Haven't slept more than two hours a night since she left. <laughs> Try having a baby, buddy. <laughs> I want to talk to her all the time but I have to hold myself back and not come across as the controlling person that I supposedly am. Any help or advice is appreciated. Um, wow. Okay. I, um, my first piece of advice, I, look, take a moment and celebrate dodging this bullet. <laughs> this relationship is over and it's good that it's over now because this person is crazy are they crazy or are they just the most what's the right term like i'm like gullible person but they're just so easily yeah so quickly influenced every, yeah just so easily influenced they're like the kind of person that would be hypnotized instantly you know like in a crowd you know if you you'd, you'd pick that person yes um yeah because they're just so susceptible to anything mm -hmm. um a sheep a fool. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But it just... Wow. I don't... I. My first thought is that he should, you know, partner with her parents in helping her out. But it's only going to look like 
he's crazy and controlling and going behind her back and trying to, you know, use her parents to get closer to her and all that stuff. But if they're genuinely concerned about what's happening and what's going on, I don't know what, what would you do? I would not get involved. At all? You'd just leave it? Yeah. You'd just let go of the six-year relationship and just If go the away? person I was with called me, if the person I was with left out of the blue, I didn't know where they went. Me, if I left, I just left. We have a baby together, so I I would probably we're we're married and have a child, so I would I would try harder for this relationship. Right. Had we not had any of those things and you left out of the blue to be with your friend and you told me I was crazy and you'd call the police if I called you, I we'd be done. Yeah, I I agree. Because I, that's not I don't know that person. Right. I don't know what this is. I don't right. know. Because you're, you, I would be thinking and you would be thinking that you're in a real relationship. And if it can turn right. that fast, yes. then you don't really have anything, even though you have time. But apparently, you know, that time doesn't really mean much. If someone could come in and in less than 20 days unravel all that but but also let's just be reasonable about this whole thing she is with this person Uh, has to be her and sonia are together the reason her and sonia were not contacting each other was because sonia's fiance or the person sonia's husband at the time knew that they were in a romantic relationship and wanted it to be over. The reason this guy doesn't know that is because, like he said at the beginning of this story, he didn't know the two two of them when they were together. He only knew Beth. Sonia was already out of the picture by the time that he was around. Right. So he never knew Sonia. So he never knew that they were in a relationship. That's what's going on here. And clearly the parents don't didn't either. No. Yeah. That's what I think. This was a parents- girl that she was... Uh, with in college and it ended maybe in... before then too because didn't they know each other before college? Oh, yeah, I, th- I guess you're right. Maybe yeah. maybe they met before then and uh, they were in a relationship and there's always been this weird kind of crazy intimate thing that they've had. She went away and got married and they cut off ties. Then she's back and they, I mean, what... <sighs> They're sleeping in the same bed and, you know, she's rude to the guy in front of him. He doesn't understand it. They're in love, dude. Yeah. You. He's, she's pulling some like crazy, crazy bachelor thing where they're on a one-on-one date and they're going crazy because they think they're also in a real relationship and they show up on another date and act like insane, right? That's like the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Is that there is, there was a relationship there and them being together um, is not friendship. Yeah. This whole police thing, don't, do not bother. You, I mean, this is like, um, this is a lot to deal with, but this person, what what are you going to do if they come back? Well, yeah, You're going to kind of get back together, kind of get reengaged, maybe go through with a wedding, 
always hold this against them. They will always have this thing about you being controlling and well, wanting to you, go to these museums. Sonia will still be around. Yes. You will get into a weird argument with her at an important dinner. Some people will think you're being crazy. It, dude, just... Well, and if... Oh, thank if God that this Sonia, is over. And also, if Sonia isn't around... You're always go. I would always be thinking she is around and Beth is lying about it. Mm-hmm. I would never fully believe at this point that it would be done. Yeah. Right? Would you? Never. No, you can't. Because if, and this person would show up, like now imagine too that you go on other vacations with Beth there would be a thing in the back of my mind always that it's Sonia like, When could, is Sonia showing up? Yes, and oh that she God. could secretly be there. Could you imagine her just showing up? She would, I, and I think they would secretly be seeing each other even if you didn't know it. That's what I would be thinking. Because obviously I, this relationship is pretty I just can't, intense. Yes, it's very intense. I just can't think of a way that you would have... How could you get back with Beth and ha- and in any way feel like her situation with Sonia was done? Yeah, it's not. How could you? No. Even if you convinced Beth to kill Sonia, <laughs> like you gave her a gun but there were blanks in it uh-huh. just to see if she'd do it. If she does it and shoots Sonia, of course the blanks go off so she doesn't actually kill Sonia, but... In theory, you convinced her to kill Sonia. So it would have ended the relationship. Now you're with a killer. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't... So no, it's it's lose-lose. <laughs> so even if she kills... Even if you put her in a position to kill her friend... But is she dead in her heart? Probably not still. I don't know. You'd always still Honestly, be compared... Honestly, at, like- at that point, you'd just drive her closer. Because they go, do you see how controlling this guy is? (laughs) He made me kill you. He made you try to kill me. And and you'd have to go, you know what? I can't argue with that. It's true. It's just one of those. It's lose-lose. Look, we all want to set this situation up. You want to get back with me? Kill the person you're with. We all want to say that. But it's lose-lose. It's lose-lose. Can you read the top comment? This is the top response to this. Is it possible that Sonia and Beth had a prior romantic relationship and want to rekindle it? Yes, a hundred percent. I mean, there's I mean, there's no other explanation. Yeah, this is. Did he, is there any comments on that? Like, did, I don't this, know. From let me see. From the person, let's see if the person who wrote this because I don't responded. really care about other people's opinions because I'm assuming they're all going to say yes. Yeah, absolutely. that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, oh, other people saying I don't think Beth wrote that email. Interesting. <gasps> oh. Smart. Everybody's smart. Why did we smart. not think about this in email? That's why she wouldn't didn't want to say it over the phone. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, it was written by Sonia. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that's why none of it makes any sense. I know. That's why it's all nonsense. And that's why I was like, you know, when Beth didn't, or me, I mean, <laughs> didn't want to go to all those museums. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's saying Beth and Sonia aren't just friends. Your fiance was in love with Sonia way back. For sure. We don't have any responses from the actual person who posted this, I don't think. Let me see. 
I got a view their profile. I don't know how this works. No, they don't have their, they have not replied to a lot of these. Clearly, this is what's going on. Yep. I, I just think my only piece of advice is try as best you can to be thankful that you're not in this relationship anymore. Yeah. Because this was some weird shit like this was going to happen at some point. Yeah. Uh, don't try to convince her to kill her friend. Again, no one wins in that situation. <laughs> um, any other thoughts? Um, yeah. I mean, I guess you're going to have to cut her and... A her- check? Cut her a check. Oh, my God. Here we go. Cancel all the wedding things. Um, hey, you're saving money. That's Well, maybe. Can you get that stuff back if it's already... You I don't get know how that works. half back. Okay. Well, you're getting half back. Um, don't try and communicate with her parents. No. I think you... Even if you try to convince her parents to kill Sonia, <laughs> it's lose-lose. <laughs> You're right. It's um, tempting. It's tempting. Um, go out and party, my dude. Go uh, celebrate that your future kids won't have a crazy mom. Yeah, I think that's all you can do. But And this is one of those situations, I almost never recommend this, but you're allowed to tell people in the future, that girl is crazy. And I'll let you use the B word when you talk about her. <laughs> I'll let you say that, you know. That like, be that I'll, Beth. I'll let you say that crazy bitch. This and that. I'll oh, let I'll allow it. I thought you were gonna say that crazy Beth. No, no. He said let's call her Beth. Uh, it's not her real name. Her real name's Allison or something. Yeah, but she'll be a forever crazy bitch Beth to us. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck, dude. Uh just don't uh yeah. Don't have anything to do with this. You know, this is just I guess blanket advice. Um, but when a relationship ends in a weird way and you're like, what happened? Do I fight for this? I think the answer is absolutely not. Just be glad that you're not around a crazy person anymore. Yeah. You know, when you see like 20 red flags, um, you should probably listen to those Mm -hmm. instead of, um, yeah, you're not in Chinatown, buddy. (laughs) You should definitely listen to them and not try and convince yourself um, ways to look past it. Right. Yeah. I I totally, Because some things you shouldn't. And in this situation, I don't think you should. I agree. That's the podcast. Thanks, everybody. 